everyone, it's not your boy, Shane. Not your boy. And with me, I have the co-host with the most hosts, Russell. I hope I'm not a host to a lot of things. I don't know. I I forget what Dave says. So <laughs> Dave's not here. So we got the DQP Weekly without Dave. Yeah! Boo! Where we talk about news, movie news, video game news, uh, game, like, tabletop games and nerdy shit and everything. Yeah. And this week... We have correspondence. We have correspondence. But first, we're going to talk about our draftiest listener of May, which is actually three people tied for our most engagement, which we love all of you, but we love these three people the most this month. (laughs) We got Thanksgiving Mike. Yay, Mike! We got Eric Slowfoot. Nope. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> and PPR's partner in crime, Chris. Thanks, Chris. Thanks all three of you guys for uh for sharing our shit and liking our shit. Um everybody, we're going to try and make sure we actually do this every month instead of like forgetting last month. Um yeah. So we're sorry to whoever was the draftiest listener of April. We still love you. We really do. We do. But uh, we forgot to tell everyone how much we love you. Yeah. Um, so but, you keep yeah. pushing. There's a prize at the end of the year. There is? Yeah. I think PPR just made that up. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll figure out what it is. <laughs> and you guys will know when we know. Uh, but thanks. Thanks last. Like, thank you last month. Month of May uh, for Mike, Eric, and Chris. Thank you guys very much. Uh, now we got correspondence. We do have correspondence. Correspondence. We have like, we have some fucking solid correspondence this week, guys. Like, super yeah. appreciate that. All right. First, I feel I feel like Colton like comes in from the cold like once a month, <laughs> or once every couple months, and just like writes us a fucking super long email, and I love it. Yeah, it's just funny. Yeah, this is great. Um. So Colton, uh, we'll start with Colton's, uh, he emailed us and he said, Hey, drafty dudes, frequent listener, infrequent emailer here. (laughs) (laughs) Having never watched an evil dead movie before, I am going to pause again right there because I did it the first time I read his email and I was like, "Ah, he's young. I know, I know he's younger, but like, that's so wild. He's also a busy dude now. Yeah, he is and like he's not busy not like uh not busy like us where we're in front of screens and shit all the time and watching yeah. movies for a show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um uh speaking of that, Shane did recently fill me in, so Colton listening to this episode, I hope. Uh super proud of you, dude. Like fucking get it. Yeah. Like doing great out there. Um anyway, so he continues to write Evil Dead May inspired me to binge all of them over the course of a weekend. I'm gonna pause again for some more commentary. Um, this right here is like part of the reason we started doing the movie review. Mm. Like we don't do a movie that's necessarily new or like whatever, but that, that's because we, we like want to experience the movies that we want to experience and we want you guys to experience them with us. Yeah. So like, that's fucking awesome. Yeah. That, like that one sentence makes my day. Yeah. Um, 
He also writes, uh, I enjoyed all of them, and I think my personal ranking of them are Army of Darkness is number one. Bro. Love it. Yeah. Uh, he says, I loved everything about this movie. I was all in on the goofiness and the medieval fantasy setting was 10, 10 out of 10. How have I not watched this movie before? <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know, bud. <laughs> uh, his number two is Evil Dead 2013. And like I I'm not I, arguing with his list. Yeah, I think not, I... So far, I'm not arguing with his I, list. <laughs> I think I agree. Like, uh, this one goes so fucking hard in every way, mm-hmm. and the tone towards being more horror-focused was a nice change of pace. Yeah. And then his number three is Evil Dead 2. Okay. Uh, the comedy and goofiness of this one didn't really resonate with me as much as Army of Darkness, but getting Ash with the chainsaw hand and shotgun was great and a fun movie overall. Yeah. Number four is Evil Dead, the first one. Uh, I can understand why it's a cult classic, a pretty basic plot, but executed fantastically and done on a shoestring budget, no less. Yeah. And his number five is Evil Dead Rise. Uh, It could have been one of the best in the series, but feels like it pulls its punches, whereas 2013 just keeps getting crazier as the movie goes on. Not having Beth give birth to a dead-eyed baby was a missed (laughs) opportunity, and I was expecting some more cheese grater action than what got pulled out. He's giving a lot of Clayton's review right there. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I I get it. I I do kind of feel the same way. Yeah. I really want a dead-eyed baby. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but, uh, so then he leaves us with a question. Okay. Are you ready for this? This question, I think, is specifically intended for you, because we know me at this point. Okay. What if we translated the book to Morse code? <laughs> Fuck off, Colton. <laughs> <laughs> I will translate the book to Morse code with you, Colton. <laughs> Ooh, let's not. Uh... That was a good email. Oh, that email makes me happy. I like it. Thanks, Colton. Up next, we have Bill from Indy, uh, who is going to chime in on our DQP sports idea. Yeah. Um, he says, yo, drafty boys, I'm good with two months of sports movies. There are some great ones out there. Here are my recommendations that you won't use. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He also says, says, Shane, you are fat. Lose some weight. Love you, buddy. Thanks, bud. (laughs) Appreciate that. Oh, Thank you for the honesty, (laughs) Bill from Indy. No pulling the punches. No enabling. (laughs) Well, hey, man, two months of sports movies, like you're going to be in shape by the time we're done. (laughs) No, but dude, if I got in shape from where I am to... Being in shape in two months, uh, <laughs> that's just a body transplant. <laughs> it's like taking my brain out and putting it in an athlete's body, and then I just get fat again. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we're gonna enjoy uh, two months of. I mean, it sounds like we didn't get a negative email saying not to do two months of sports movies. Yeah, I mean, I'm so... okay with it. Plus, he fills in a lot of the gaps that I think we had. Yeah, so uh, he's. We're gonna do two months of sports movies, and uh, these are some recommendations that even if we don't pick these, uh, these are recommendations from Bill from Indy. Yeah. So uh, I mean, who, if you guys have extra time, watch these movies too. Yeah. If you're gonna enjoy two months of sports movies with us, and you need filler, here you go. 
Uh, so for football, he says, any given Sunday is good. Another great one is the program. Mm. I don't mm. think I've actually seen the program. Yeah, so like the program, uh, remember the Titans. Um, there's a couple of other ones I can't think of off the top of my head that are that are good, like kind of serious. Yeah, uh, I remember uh, We Are Marshals being good. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and then so for basketball, he, he says, forget Hoosiers and try one of these. Uh, Hustle, which is a Netflix movie. Uh, Blue Chips, which has Shaq in it. Yeah. Uh, and Nick Nolte, right? Yeah, I believe so. Um, and Love and Basketball. Okay. Um, for soccer, he says, The Game of Their Lives, which is the only soccer movie he suggested. Okay. I don't uh, know. And then... Shaolin Soccer. <laughs> um mean machine the british one oh dude mean machine I, not, I mean i, I said i didn't want to do a soccer movie yeah it was also not serious uh, baseball he says Moneyball is great that's good because we already, yeah, watched, we already it. watched it <laughs> uh, he says you could also check out trouble with the curve yeah which uh so i was wrong it Moneyball's on max not on netflix and i think trouble with the curve is also on max oh because it suggested it to me after like <laughs> i watched Moneyball and it was like you want to watch trouble with the curve <laughs> no nah, man i'm baseballed out right now <laughs> um for boxing he suggested either million dollar baby or the fighter i haven't seen million dollar baby the fighter is really good mm. uh the fighter is mark Wahlberg and christian bell it's one of uh, Christian Bell's movies mm. he lost like a ton of weight for. Yeah, yeah. Um, that is a good movie. Yeah. And then he says, for wrestling, the real kind. Yes. Which, like, Bill and I are aligned on this. Foxcatcher. Yep. Yeah, that's a good movie. Team Foxcatcher, the documentary, which I haven't watched that. And then he says, trust me, this story is wild. It is wild. It is wild. It story. is wild. It's I've, fucking wild. I watched, I watched I think I might have watched Foxcatcher with him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Steve Carell, yeah, the creepiest role, yeah, it's so, so the fucking nose prosthetic, man, yeah. Um, for Ultimate Fighting, he says the Warrior, or just Warrior, Warrior. Yeah. Um, figure skating, he says I Tanya, uh, which I I watched, but Razor's Edge, no, been a, <laughs> it's been a while. Uh, for racing, he suggested Rush. Mm. Which is the Chris Hemsworth movie? Yeah, Chris okay. Hemsworth, and uh, it's it's Thor and Baron Zemo. Oh yeah, I did watch. I did just watched that the uh, not too long did ago because Nathan was Nathan? watching yeah. it. Yeah, I watched like the last hour and a half. I really want to watch Ford versus Ferrari though. Yeah, I haven't seen Ford versus Ferrari. Yeah, um, I've seen some scenes from it, and I was like, this movie seems awesome. Yeah, it's just. Like the scenes that I've seen have been on Instagram and they're just like reels of Christian Bale talking shit to people, which is great. It's fucking great. Yeah. So <laughs> telling a guy, one of them's like telling a dude that's in like a bunch of, I don't know if he's like a main character, but the guy that plays him is in like a ton of fucking romantic comedies. Uh, I can't remember his name. Um, I'm not sure who. But, uh, he was basically like telling him that the Mustang is a piece of shit 
Um, <laughs> and then the other one, he's like at his uh, his uh, uh, shop, and this guy keeps bringing his car in because he's having problems with it. And he's like, "Well, if you didn't drive it like a bitch, <laughs> it's meant to be driven, and you drive it poorly, and you keep fucking it up, and it's really your fault. It's not the car's fault." And the guy's like. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> Those might be the only two good scenes in that movie. I don't know, but they're we'll, pretty funny. We'll find out. Um, because I do, I do want to do Ford yeah, versus Ferrari. Rush was good, though. I did enjoy Rush. Um, and that's all we got for correspondence. Hey, man, we got emails, and I'm happy about it. Hell yeah. Uh, but since correspondence is over, that means we got headlines. 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 All right, we'll start today off with the sad news. And get it out of the way. Legendary pro wrestler Iron Sheik has passed away today at the age of 81. Iron Sheik became a WWF champion in 93 when he won the title from Bob Backlund. Uh, Sheik is still the only Iranian champion in WWE history. R.I.P., bud. Yeah. Uh, Dave had a special special message. Um... Fuck the Hulk Hogan. <laughs> uh, the, the Iron Sheik. You should go to Twitter and just read Iron Sheik's Twitter. Like it's fucking hilarious. So it's it's great. Nathan was telling me a little bit. Was, I guess he like got on Twitter and like was just telling a bunch of people to fuck off. Oh no, that's like all he did. <laughs> Oh, it's pretty funny. And it's like all in caps all the time. He's just like yelling at people on on the internet in in text. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, Yeah, so sad news out of pro wrestling. But I mean, also 81. 81. It's pretty good. Considering what we talked about on DQP Does last week, he did all right. Yeah. He lived lived a long life. And uh, I don't know a ton about uh, his later life if he was like, had health problems or anything, but I mean, he was still like kind of active and stuff. So yeah, um, he wasn't like some of the guys that we talked about. Yeah. Up next, uh, Star Wars: Ahsoka has an official release date of August twenty third on Disney Plus. Mm. You got the other Disney Plus that's coming soon? Oh, I do not. What's the other one? Secret Invasion. Oh, did they get a release date? Secret Invasion is like two weeks. Oh. Let's make sure. Secret Invasion will come out June 21st. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so like two literally, weeks, two, literally weeks. two weeks from today. Whew. I don't know if we're getting the first two episodes, but uh, there was a Twitter leak saying that the first two episodes are an hour. 53 and 55 minutes apiece, I think. So nice. I don't know if we're getting both of those um, uh, week this... one or not. So IMDb has one episode coming out June 21st and then the second episode coming out June 28th. Okay. So just the first episode, but it's still yeah. it'd be one episode a week. 55 minutes long. Yeah. Six episodes, six episodes. Hopefully they're all an hour. That'd be sick. Mm. And not like 20 minutes of credits. Well, that's <laughs> going to happen. Yeah. Cuz you got like the Marvel thing and then the splash page and then the credits and then alternate language credits and yeah so yeah you're we're gonna have 20 minutes credit yeah 12 um, minutes i think it's like 12 minutes <laughs> i think it was literally 12 minutes on the other shows up next uh reddit has announced it will lay off five percent of its workforce Ooh, which equates to about 90 people do you have the other stuff but 
about Reddit? Uh-oh. <laughs> Let's deep dive. Uh, what you got? So, uh, uh, Reddit is about to get boycotted by several of their own subreddits. Um, oh, I did see this. Because um, they are trying to get rid of third-party apps um, because they have their own app uh, on Android, iPhone, whatever you're using. Yeah. Um, and they want you to use that app. Yeah. Uh, however, um, they have no uh, accessibility um, options. So people that uh, have problems reading it or whatever, um, they have no options to make it more accessible to them. Um, which oh. has been a, a really big thing that video games have been doing lately, which they've been doing a really good job of. Like, yeah, all the it started with like colorblind stuff. Um, I know at least Xbox and probably a lot of the other um, things actually make their own peripherals for people that like can't use their fingers. Yeah, so they have like larger controllers that you can use. Yeah, um, a lot of games are coming with uh stuff that'll read all the text on the screen, descriptive text. Uh, descriptive um, uh, like audio yeah so like when you change the selection it's like start or menu or whatever right yeah um, just accessibility stuff the, the reddit app, app has none of it a lot of these third party apps have that um, also like mods for all of your subreddits are not paid um, and a lot of them use bots uh, and they cannot use these bots through the Reddit app. They can only use them through the third-party apps. Um, so when this goes through, this policy goes through with Reddit, and they can no longer use these third-party apps, then a bunch of shit is going to run amok in all these subs um, where they don't have enough uh, real people mods to get rid of posts or prevent stuff from getting posted just getting rid of spam and stuff so like a bunch of like porn and phishing and everything is just going to explode in all these subreddits that's gonna be real bad um there's a few other things that the third-party apps do that uh the the reddit app does not if you go onto reddit a lot of subreddits are announcing that they will be shutting down on the 12th uh so some of them are leaving the end open. Some of them are only doing it for the week of the 12th. So when you're hearing this, next week, uh, Monday through Friday for some of them, some of them are going to do it until they get the, the third-party apps back. And this is kind of a big deal. Like, a lot of these subreddits are huge. Uh, thousands and thousands of uh, subscribers. And if uh, suddenly spam is allowed, Basically, because they don't have enough mods to moderate it, because mods aren't paid. They're all volunteers. Yeah. So, like, they don't have enough people to just do that stuff. So if they aren't able to moderate through the bots that they use to uh, moderate these thousands of subscribers, then they're going to go to shit anyway, even if they didn't shut down. So yeah. Reddit's about to become a shit show if this policy goes through. Which is going to go through, and then it's going to become a shit show, and a bunch of it's going to shut down anyway. And then if it if they uh, roll it back and let people use the third-party apps, or if the third-party apps pay for the licensing, 
which that's basically what the thing is is like they don't want these other apps to be u- like used on their their IP basically yeah um <clears throat> without a licensing fee uh which is exorbitant uh apparently $300,000 or something like that or a couple but million I don't know they're like suing one person for 20 million dollars yeah so but like what yeah so I don't know it's 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 wild uh reddit might be unusable soon um we'll see yeah. what happens but a lot of stuff's going to shut down on the 12th anyway so um if you use reddit check that out see see if there's any of this stuff that you're going to that if you're already using the third party apps that you're going to be missing uh you can show support somehow i'm not sure we haven't done anything with our subreddit as far as this goes we don't have a lot of uh subscribers so yeah, I don't think it's going to affect ours that much. Yeah, ours is already very lightly moderated anyway. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, uh, a lot of the bigger ones, you know, like if you're in like the Marvel or uh, in like any of the, just tons of them have thousands and thousands of subscribers, and it's going to be real bad if they don't shut down or if they don't roll this back. So if you yeah. use Reddit, pay attention to that. Well, you either die the hero, live long enough to become the villain. Yep. Yep. Next. Next. <laughs> um, up next, we got some Call of Duty news. Call of Duty. Modern Warfare 2 Season 4 will give us a new medium-sized map for Warzone. Seven, I repeat, seven new multiplayer maps. Four new armaments. Ar- armaments. And an infamous masked face. Oh, Nikto. Sure. Is that who it is? Yeah. Oh, I didn't see where it said. Oh, there. And if you go into that, there's a roadmap that says basically what everything is. Oh, it says what all the the seven new maps are? Yeah. Oh. There's uh, the only two of them are 6v6 maps. There's some uh, gunfight maps. Um, I think they're going to. There's a new uh, Warzone and DMZ map, which they're probably going to use parts of for uh invasion and uh what's the other one uh ground war ground war i know uh heather leno if you uh follow her on instagram or anything she's like a gun influencer slash like kind of like that like outdoorsy person that's like gun influencer adjacent yeah, she's getting a uh an operator. Um I think oh, that's cool. I just unfollowed her on Instagram cuz she's kind of a gun bunny-ish. Mm. And I like unfollowed all the thirst traps on on my Instagram <laughs> cuz like Instagram, I don't know, Instagram's wild. It basically like turned into porn. So I like couldn't look at my Instagram at work. I was like uh, it's just tits all the time. I should probably fix my algorithm. Um, well, look at you, self improvement. Yeah, sure. Um, I mean, I still look at porn at the appropriate times, <laughs> just not not at work. Hey, man, there's nothing wrong with a little porn in your life. Uh, but yeah, so uh, she's getting one. Um, I think she does a lot of work with like Black Rifle Coffee and. Does a lot of comedy with uh, a couple people. She's friends with, um, fuck, what is the girl's name? Uh, she was Mara in uh, 20, uh, Modern Warfare 2019. 
or not Mara. Was it Mara? She had one of her friends had a skin, had oh, an okay. operator in Modern Warfare 2019. She's getting one in Modern Warfare 2. So that's super cool. Yeah. I like that. Uh, Nikto, I think, was from uh, Modern Warfare 2019. And I think he was also in Cold War. Uh, I think it's just. A, oh, OK. It's a it's a guy. Another guy with like a fucking army of two mask. Yeah. 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 I know who you're talking about now. That's what we got for Call of Duty news. Yep. Up next, more video game news. Yeah, video games. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge is getting new DLC. Yeah. Called Dimension Shellshock. Along with the DLC comes a new playable character, Usagi Yojimbo. Uh, it, in the trailer, it actually says new playable characters. Oh. And they've only said that it's Usa- uh, Usagi so far. Um, so I'm expecting um, maybe some of the side characters uh, that were already in the game. Because um, if you guys haven't played it, it's a classic uh, side-scrolling beat-em-up like the uh, 86 game and Turtles in Time, but it's a new one. Yeah. Uh, well, new like last year, I think. Yeah, it's, um, it's been out a minute because it's, yeah, it's been out since a while since we played it. Yeah, but we played through it like basically in a night. Yeah, it was it was like I think it was like twenty bucks. Yeah, something like that. But it was worth it. Like yeah. I only, I played it like two days in a row, and that's all I really played it. But yeah. I had a lot of fun playing it. Yeah, like, I really enjoyed it. So, uh, it's four player online. Uh, you can play it on PC. It look, I think you can play it on your phone. Um, but the DLC they don't have a price or a release date. Um, and I think there will be a price. Uh, because in the IGN article, they mentioned that um, in the DLC, there will be uh, like skins for everyone as well. Yeah, there's a whole new color palette. Yeah, new color swaps, um, which isn't just color swaps, because one of them, uh, they showed Michelangelo flopping between a bunch of different colors. Um, One of them had the uh, whole half head mask where it goes over the top of their head. Oh, okay. Um, so there's a little difference in how it's rendered, I guess. Um, so they're kind of like skins. So I don't know who all's getting what, but um, they're in the IGN article. They mentioned that there is also an update that will include more of them that will be free. So you'll get some skins for free if you already have the game, and if you get the DLC, you'll get more. Super cool. Along with that also comes a new game mode. Yeah. As they showed in the trailer, it looks like it might just be a kind of like survival thing. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's new content for a $20 game. That's super fun. Fuck yeah. My favorite part <laughs> is it will have new music from the composer. Yeah. The composer's name is T. Lopez. Um. The but, music like, was awesome. Yeah, the music was fucking cool, and like new music for DLC, like that's that's pretty standard out of your big like AAA games. Sure, but yeah, this is like a, a huge game. No, it's not yeah. a huge game at all. So like, I thought that was cool. I was like, holy shit, they brought the composer back. There's definitely gonna be a charge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're gonna charge for it, but I don't, I don't know how much. Uh, I think uh, what I think Vampire Survivors, uh, the it was like three dollars for the DLC, and I think that was a twenty dollar game. It was on Game Pass, so I got the game for free. But um, 
I imagine it'll be between like five and ten dollars for the DLC. I don't think it'll be like a whole nother game charge. Yeah. So I think it'd be worth it. Yeah. I'll probably get it. Um that's all I got for headlines. All right, that's it for headlines. Let's do recommendations. Oh yeah. Um I'll go ahead and go first. Okay. So I'm not talking a fucking shit ton because I'm gonna do the bur- the the uh, game today. Um so I have a couple different ones. Um they go together though. Uh they're also friends, which is weird. I've been watching a lot of these their videos. Um <laughs> so on YouTube, uh two creators called uh Ninjon and Miniac. Um N-I-N-J-O-N and M-I-N-I-A-C like Maniac, but Minis. Um, they're both painters. Uh, mini- miniature painters. I gamers. Like um, right. They have a ton of really good uh, instructional stuff, and they're both like fun to watch. They're not, it's not just like, okay, now we're going to get this paint and we're going to apply it like this. <laughs> Um, it's not the calming, soothing sounds of Bob Ross. No, it's not like that at all. Um, they're really amusing, uh, and they uh, are kind of inspiring as far as like if you're a mini painter. Um, they do a lot of uh, different levels of of painting too. Um, yeah, like Miniac does one uh, like a a few videos where he does like a a. 10 minute paint job, an hour paint job and a 10 hour paint job on the same miniature. Yeah. So you can like see the differences in like what you could do with a certain amount of time and like skill levels and stuff. Yeah. Um, which is really neat. They go over like, uh, you know, different products and stuff that you can use if you're into that hobby. Um, and like, uh, they just, they, they talk a lot about the hobby too. Um, uh, they like do conventions and, um, they actually have a podcast too. I think it's wrapped in plastic or wrapped under pla I think it's trapped under plastic. I think is what it's called. <laughs> um, I hope that's what it's called. I that's think cool that's name. what it's called. Um, but, uh, I've been getting into painting a lot more in the last like month or so. Um, because I have so much so many miniatures it's ridiculous and none of them are painted uh i've painted like 33 in the last month and a half i think jeez um that's pretty good yeah i mean like 30 of them are not amazing paint jobs <laughs> and i mean they're they're passable they're zombies you know they're they're, they're yeah. very simple um but uh three three of them are okay like i'm i'm pretty proud of one of them uh or two of them two of them look pretty good two of them are yeah two of the other ones are like okay 34 but um there's a lot of stuff that they do that like will help you um become a better painter and have more fun doing it or if you're like just trying to get stuff done so you can get it on the table and play a game yeah um they have tips to do that stuff too. That's uh, awesome. So it's for like all skill levels um, and it's amusing. So it's like an easy watch. Um, but yeah, I suggest those guys if you're into miniature games or have anything that you want to paint as far as like a miniature or a bust or 
whatever. Yeah. Uh, they have a lot of good tips and like um, suggestions on products and stuff. So, Ninjon and Miniac on Sounds YouTube. Good. I like it. Paint minis is fun. <laughs> it's like, like I always thought it would be tedious till I did it. Yeah, and I did it, and I was like, this is so fucking therapeutic. Yeah. And then, like, if you get good at it, and then you're like, holy shit, that looks cool. Goddamn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I have some stuff that's, like, not, uh, it's not, like, super great, but I've also never, like, been a painter or can draw or, like, yeah. artistic in that area at all. <laughs> but then, so. like, and I think that's, like, one of the things about these guys and, like, other, other, um, uh, content creators in the same vein on YouTube um, are really useful because they they show you stuff that you just didn't know and yeah. it'll get you a better product even if you aren't like particularly skilled. Yeah. You know, and it'll like they'll like show you tricks and stuff where you're like, "Oh shit. I should have been doing that the whole time." Yeah. And like it's it's really useful and also amusing, so. That's super cool. Yeah. Yeah. And then you had one that's kind of weird too. I also have a weird recommendation. <laughs> um I recommend going to a Taylor Swift concert. <laughs> um so uh yeah. as, as we know, uh my wife is a huge Taylor Swift fan. Yeah. Uh I've been saying it borderlines obsession, but you know, to each their own and she has a thing that she loves. Um so we went we managed to get tickets, which I didn't pay an absorbent price for tickets. I managed to get tickets when general admission opened because um, we went through a whole Good process. For you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we went through a whole process, right? And so, like, there, uh, Capital One did this, like, hey, we're, like, you know, giving uh, pre sale ticket numbers away and all this shit. Yeah. And, like, I'm sure everyone's heard all about this nonsense. I think we even talked about it a little bit. Yeah. Um, but so that shit was wild. And she was super upset for, like, two weeks. And I just so happened to still be awake at 10 o'clock on a Monday morning, which, like, usually I'm, yeah, this yep. is, usually I'm not. So I just so happened to still be awake and I was getting ready to plug my phone and she texted me and she was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, general admission. And I was like, how the fuck are there still tickets? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so I got on and I was like, don't get your hopes up. Like I'm on, I'm in queue, but like, do not get your hopes up that we're going to get these tickets. Sure. And then. It's like when we were trying to get Xbox. Yeah. <laughs> it was like because people run bots so they can fucking scalp shit. Yeah. 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 The fucking sniper apps and all that shit. Like it's fucking trash. But um on top of everything else like Ticketmaster does, which is just absolutely ridiculous. Yes. Uh the monopoly that they have became. Um, but so we did manage to I did manage that morning to procure two tickets, and the entire time leading up to it, I was entirely nervous that we were going to get there and they were going to be like oh Ticketmaster like double sold these tickets yeah sure uh, that's why there were tickets available yeah they fucked up the yeah, whole yeah, yeah. time because it wouldn't be the first time it's happened right so yeah, uh, not the first time it's happened for Taylor Swift right yeah 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 not, it wouldn't even be the first time it happened like I think the first city she went to on so this is called her era's tour and this is basically she's like touring on all of her albums yeah because yeah, yeah. she put out four albums while COVID sure. and a little after COVID and you know, there were no t tours and concerts and stuff. Right. Right. So she like just 
wrote the entire time, <laughs> which yeah. is wild. Um, but it's good too. I mean, like that's a lot of people like did a lot of stuff. We did this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, so she did these four albums. So the tour is like all in, this tour that she's on right now is like kind of all encompassing of her career, which sure. also probably played into like how much I enjoyed it. Um, cause I don't love everything she's done, but like the last five albums I'm a huge fan of and stuff before that, I'm just kind of like, yeah, this is like good. Like this is like good pop, but yeah, that's like, like she, I, I recognize that she's talented, but I don't like this stuff. Cause that's how, kind of how I feel about all of her stuff. Yeah. But like, you know, you can recognize that she was talented before the stuff that you like. Yeah. But it's not your cup of tea. Yeah. Yeah. And there, there's like a couple of things in there that I love, but it's not, I don't love all of it. So, yeah. but, uh, so we go to the concert and I just like, I like have a blast. Like other than I'm in a crowded area of with 75,000 people, like, yeah. but I managed to like stow all of that away for four hours, which was how long she fucking played for, yeah. which is insane to me. Cause yeah. like, I've ne- I've never been to a concert where the like I mean it's her tour it's her headliner so a I'm out of my depth already I've never been to a specific concert for like a specific person it's always like three festivals. or four bands well it's either festivals or like three or four bands and the headliner mm. plays maybe an hour and a half if you can get them to come back out for an encore mm. like I think when we went and seen Coheed Coheed played slightly shy of two hours yeah yeah they played quite a long time yeah um but that was like a show for them yeah like that was one of the shows for them so but it's usually i've been to like just that was like a theater too yeah right which was fucking awesome yeah no i I loved that that show yeah yeah that was a good show but um so and i had i haven't been to a stadium show before i've been Uh to a coliseum show sure where, where like because we went to uh arena Arena, yeah i went to pepsico coliseum or whatever um whatever it's called now i don't know if it even still exists but uh i've been there and that was absolutely terrible because it was enclosed so like this is my first like open huge stadium show sure um and i was just blown away like the whole fucking time like it was everything i've ever wanted out of a concert because like i don't want to go just see a band play like i don't yeah, you want I like a light show. And... Yeah, I want lights. I want fire. I want theatrics. I want like I want to go be entertained. Like yeah. I love music, and I'll go listen to it. Yeah, but what I think really pumps up a ticket price is when it feels and like it makes theater. it a stadium show too. Like you have to do that for a stadium show. It's it, yeah, you can't really do that when like small theaters or like clubs. Yeah, um, you can do lights and stuff, but it's not like that. Yeah, yeah. So, like, going to this, and I've always kind of been like, like, because Verizon, Deer Creek, whatever the fuck it's called, like, I've been there so many times, and that place has just, like, killed the mood for me in concerts. Sure. Because it's, like, a terrible venue. Yeah. And... It's basically only, like, really good if you do the second stages uh, on the festivals, or if you're actually in the pit in the pavilion. Because, like... If you're on the lawn at those places, like there's one in Chicago too. There's one. There's some of those everywhere. I yeah. Think. Um, they they it's basically watching it on TV while you're sitting outside. Yeah. With a bunch of people. Yeah. 
because they, you know, you're just watching the fucking jumbotron you're things, like too far away, you're too far away. And I'm sure that's what some of the seventy five thousand people felt like, the people that were in the nosebleeds. But so also when I got tickets, I managed to get center stage tickets. Uh, <laughs> well, I guess technically not center stage, but you didn't want to be like you didn't want to be in the center. You wanted to be off to the sides. Because when she when she does her performances, most of it is on the back of the stage and or the cent- the middle of the stage as opposed to like the far end of the stage. Sure. Um, but like people in the pit, like, you know, that's cool for them. But I also didn't want pit tickets. Uh, they were like six hundred dollars, like right out of general admission. Yeah. So um, so we got like uh, two hundred. We were in like the two hundred area um yeah so second area back yeah it was the second uh second tiered area so like we were up high enough and just like had like like the great view we had a great view of the show Mm -hmm. like i barely had to look at the screen Mm -hmm. or the five screens yeah yeah, (laughs) soldier field is fucking massive but uh so so yeah, I just it was it was a great time, and I didn't I, d- I knew I'd have at least some fun because I I do enjoy the music, but like I didn't expect to have as much fun as I had, and I was just like blown away by like the waves of emotions in the crowd, and like which which was also weird because like there's like six hundred dudes there, mm. but <laughs> it yeah. was still like it was still just like a really good time, and uh, so I, I definitely if you even kind of like her music, I definitely have to recommend like seeing her live. Like sure. It, uh, you're going to have trouble doing it, but <laughs> if you yeah. can manage to do it, or I like promise it's worth stadium it. Stadium shows in general? Yeah. Or like um headlining uh arenas because like what you talked about like the show being a spectacle beyond just like a band playing on a stage with even with lights. Yeah. Um, maybe a little pyro or whatever. Um, the two times that, uh, I've seen Metallica, it was on the same, like an extended, like two year tour. Yeah. Um, but it was like them and Godsmack and Godsmack played for like 45 minutes and then Metallica played for like three hours. Yeah. And then there was like, you know, crazy shit like they have they've had this huge light setup for years um that like moves and like comes down close to the stage and shit and like does all kinds of crazy shit and yeah they have like when they play one they have a bunch of like pyro and stuff going off for the gunfire and like stuff's collapsing and stuff and, like yeah that's cool it's wild to go see a show like that yeah. And I imagine that's kind of like obviously a completely different tone well, and yeah. everything, but you have like dramatic shit happening other than some people on stage playing instruments and singing. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, it was, yeah. yeah. So, so, it was, it was like she had a bunch of set pieces that yeah, would get brought like out the set and go away. And stuff. And, yeah. It's, I mean, like the closest thing you're going to get to that uh, in a small, small theater kind of thing is like if you go see like Guar or Ghoul yeah. uh, in, a, in a theater. Because they do the theatrics and stuff a lot of, or maybe um, Ghost, I guess, does like some theatrical shit. Yeah. Um, but like, if you go to big shows, you know, a lot of the people like that are doing stuff like Taylor is, or like uh, Metallica does, or like uh, Iron Maiden does a lot of theatrical stuff for their shows. Um, which is the one time I I did I saw Maiden was at uh, the Tweeter Center, which is like Deer Creek, Verizon, Roth. 
shithole. Um, <laughs> but we were close enough to where we could see the shit that was going on. Yeah. You know, we weren't like watching from the lawn in the fucking mega, the fucking giant screens. So like, um, seeing that those kind of shows is, is, is a totally different experience. I yeah. like going to concerts despite me being a, uh, shut in, <laughs> but, um, going to those kind of shows is a totally different thing. Yeah. It was just like fucking wild. Like the whole, the whole stage that she walked on was a, uh, screen. So there oh, was like cool. stuff going on underneath her. Sure. There was like one point where she, so, uh, she keeps throughout the performance, she kept doing this and, um, a hole would open up. Mm. And she would dive into the hole, like straight up fucking, I'm sure there was like some giant padded mattress down there yeah, or something, yeah, yeah. but she like would straight up dive down into the hole and then the stage, the stage would like turn to water and then it would show her swimming up to the oh, next Jesus spot Christ. where she was going to pop up at. Uh-huh. <laughs> like I was so amused. Yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> it's ridiculous, but that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah, so I, I would recommend a stadium show. Like, and I, I super loved seeing Taylor. Like, it was good stuff, a good time. Uh, well, that's gonna do it for recommendations. Uh, you know what that means? I don't know what that means because Dave's not here. Uh, actually, it means I'm taking over, and it's time for eating big brains with Shane because Dave's not here. I, um, so like, this isn't like another lock and bagel thing I'm going to get like tricked into, is it? No, no, this is a, this is a zombie quiz. Oh, fuck yeah. All right. I'm down with that. Uh, would, could you survive a zombie apocalypse? And I don't know how long or good this quiz, this quiz is because it's a random (laughs) quiz that I found on the internet. (laughs) All right. (laughs) All right. So the first question, um, the first step in surviving the undead is understanding them. What do zombies want more than anything else? And it's multiple choice. Uh, to drink human blood, to eat human flesh, or to become human again? Uh, I'm, I'm gonna go with B, but yeah. it depends on the medium. Well, it says it correct. depends on it. Okay. It says you're correct. I'm correct. Alright. Uh, now for some basic zombie science. What is the most common route of infection which results in a person turning into a zombie? Getting bitten by a zombie? being coughed or sneezed on by a zombie or eating and drinking after a zombie because you know you're going to eat and drink uh the f- human flesh and blood after the zombie's done with the corpse <laughs> a getting bitten by a zombie yeah you're yes. correct uh location 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 what is perhaps the worst place you can be during a zombie apocalypse <laughs> in the forest in a town or in a city. In a city. Uh, you, correct. A <laughs> uh, densely populated area will cl- quickly become a zombie buffet. Yeah. You must get out as quickly as you can. Uh, bad news. You live in an apartment in the... Uh, this goes along with the last one. You live in an apartment <laughs> in the middle of a large city. And the unthinkable is happening. Zombies are taking over. Societal order is disintegrating. And you know you need to get out of the city and away from other people, both living and dead. What's the safest place you can think of to head to a mountaintop, an island, or I'm staying put. I'll just barricade myself in. Apparently with no, no like uh, consideration of how you're getting to these places. 
Yeah, like this question is tricky because like is there an island nearby? Yeah. Like so so I know C isn't the correct answer, but like C seemingly would potentially be the correct answer till the initial craze blows over. Cuz like if everyone has the same idea, you want to let all those people die first. But I'm not going to go with C. I'm going to go with mountaintop and assume that on the left is an island and the right is a mountain. But I don't want to get trapped on a fucking island. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. No, it says island. It says island is correct. Yeah, because I... because of swimming, I think. Depending on their state of decay, zombies can stagger, wa- hobble, and maybe even run, but they can't swim. But I've seen Land of the Dead with John Leguizamo, where the zombies just walk across the yeah, bottom of the water. water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that might be wrong, guys. Uh. Oh, they give you, like, an answer here. It's like, by some miracle, your uncle has a cabin on a small lake island about 80 kilometers north of the city. Well, if we knew that, maybe we would have said island. (laughs) Fuck off. I don't have an uncle with an island, okay? (laughs) Also, kilometers, what the fuck? This isn't the UK. Uh, If it happens in the UK, we're already safe. Uh, Because we're not there. Also, they don't have guns, so they're fucked. Uh, <clears throat> you've got a safe destination in mind. That's great. But there's a problem. Your significant other went to check on their parents four hours ago and hasn't come home yet. To make things worse, communications are down and there's no way to call them. What do you do? <laughs> Leave now. Time is of the essence. You don't want to get trapped here. Or wait another few hours. They're probably just stuck in the chaotic traffic. <laughs> she doesn't listen to this it's fine i <laughs> i mean we've discussed this she wants me to just take her out and not have to worry about trying to survive anything well, or you know becoming how, a zombie you know how i feel about all that stuff um like every female that i know is and and, and doug are like if this happens just shoot me she's like Man, we're going to need people. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, I probably do need to leave now, though. Yeah. Especially if it's been four hours. That's a long time. Yeah, correct. Also, she ain't checking on her parents. She ain't going nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> uh, your first priority is survival. You're no good to anyone if you're dead or worse. But do what you need to do. Besides, you and your partner spend several weekends a year at the lake cabin. They're really banking on this late cabin. Yeah, if she knows to go to the cabin, I'm definitely leaving. Yeah, go to the cabin. <laughs> if she got stuck somewhere else, go to the cabin. Bullshit. There, there would have so been dumb. a discussion about an amount of time. Also, why did I let her go by herself? Yeah, I don't know. You were uh, at work. I don't know. <laughs> you, were, you, were, you were doing whatever you do at work, and you didn't get home until it already popped off, and she was checking on parents. And Anyway, <laughs> uh, next question. Uh, even if you were never a scout, I'm assuming a boy scout, uh, you know, you should always be prepared. I was, I assumed correctly. Uh, you decide to pack some essentials just in case. What kind of bag do you reach for a backpack for optimum mobility, a suitcase for optimum capacity? Mm, no. Uh, or a gym bag for both mobility and capacity. Uh, I still got to say no. I got to go with the backpack. I need both hands free. And that duffel bag is going to like swing around yeah so this totally depends on if you're going on foot or not right like yeah if i have to carry it i feel like this is all like you live in an apartment in london and you don't have a car 
Like, I feel like that's what this is. Yeah. Um, if I ready, then, yeah, definitely backpack. If I, I only also, have to get I guess a cricket bat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I only have to get downstairs with the duffel bag, then I would probably take the duffel bag. But it also depends on what all I have that I need to take with me. Yeah. But because if we're here, right? It's like I get a bag and I go down to talk to Shane. And if Shane's not a zombie, I get a better bag from Shane <laughs> that will hold as much as any duffel bag that I own and is a backpack because I have at least two of those. Uh, and, you know, I get some armaments and some extra stuff to carry in that extra space. And we don't, you know, we, we talk about what we actually need to worry about, uh, which is next. After hastily stuffing the bag with food, water, and a few first aid supplies and bullets. You've put bullets in it. <laughs> uh, it's almost full. You can only fit one more item. What should it be? Bullets. Uh, a knife? No. A jacket or a smart... My smartphone. Your smartphone that you, you already said that communications are down. A knife, a jacket, or a smartphone? Oh, okay. A knife, a jacket, or a smartphone. Mm -hmm. I mean, a knife. If I don't have a knife already, in your I need bag? something. Well, I mean, I'd put a, I'd, I'd wear it. This yeah, quiz yeah, is this confusing. Is, this is garbage, but like, you're going to say a knife? Yeah. Okay. It says you're right. But what? It, you don't have a belt knife or a pocket knife that's kind of large? Yeah. It's the UK. They, they don't have knives. So you're like, uh, I'm taking a kitchen knife. Um, though your smartphone is your lifeline in normal times, without electricity or communication networks, it's a waste of space. Yeah. A sharp, durable knife, on the other hand, is one of the most essential tools you can have in your survival kit. Don't leave home without it. Also, heed your mum's eternal nagging for once and bring a jacket, but save space by either putting it on or tying it around your waist. Same with the knife! <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. Okay. Uh, I don't know how many more. I don't know where we're at. I can't see the scroll bar. Uh, as you leave your apartment building, your fears are confirmed. Traffic is bumper to bumper with no sign of movement. There's no way you can take your car. Good thing you didn't pack a suitcase. How should you proceed? Oh, my God. Head to the train station and try my luck catching the next one out. Grab my bicycle and pedal as fast as I can out of here. Attempt to take the car. If I can get past the city traffic, I'll be golden. Bicycle. Yeah. I mean, I would die, but... Um, yeah, you're correct. Crowded areas should be avoided at all costs, so the train station is out of the question. Duh! <laughs> Trying to negotiate the traffic jam will cost you valuable time, and anyway, there's no telling what the roads will look like outside the city. A bicycle will be faster than setting on foot. It will enable you to squeeze between cars and cut through narrow alleys. Yeah, I can easily dismount off the bicycle if I need to. Yeah. Uh, since I can't easily get out of a car. Yeah. Like, theoretically, if I'm by myself, I'm taking a bicycle over a car in almost all situations. Yeah, probably. Unless, there are n unless there's no broken down cars on the roads and, like, everything is clear to drive. I'm probably you have taking something the bicycle. where you can drive not on the road. Yeah. Uh, for, like, long periods. Like, I have an all-wheel drive vehicle, but I'm not going to try and fucking take it over, over land because it's not going to work. Yeah. You need, like, a jacked-up fucking Land Cruiser. I was thinking a BMX bike, but if it's a mountain bike, I'm for sure taking the mountain bike over the car. Like, yeah. in 90% of these scenarios. Yeah. All right. 
Weaving around cars and zooming past zombies, your heart pounding in your throat, you manage to get about 20 kilometers before the city streets, sidewalks, and masses of cars disappear, and you find yourself on a country road. The road is more or less clear for a while, but then you notice a major traffic jam ahead. You can't see what's causing it without sidewalks and side streets. You'll have to go through the cars to keep cycling onward, or you get off the fucking road. Anyway, do you? Stay on the road, but power pedal as fast as possible. Approach the traffic jam and find someone to ask what's causing the clog. Ditch the bike. Walk through the forest for cover. Who knows what's ahead? D. Don't ditch the bike. Go through the forest on your bike or walking the bike if you're going to go on foot. What the fuck is this quiz? I'm assuming D's not part of the quiz. No, D's not okay, actually. D was what I was going to do. <clears throat> yeah. But I guess if they're going to make me ditch the bike, I'm going with C. Because I don't, it could be people. It could be people starting their bullshit. Yep. It could be a crowd of zombies. It's a checkpoint. It could be <laughs> a crash happened yeah. with a bunch of people that aren't even sure that there are zombies yet. Like, yeah. I ain't dealing with any of that shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're right, by the way. Ditch the bike, apparently, because that's dumb. Uh, but okay. Uh, now you're out of bike. The sun is sinking fast, and there's no chance of making it to the lake house before dark. You're mentally deba- debating the pros and cons of finding shelter versus walking through the night. When you realize a zombie is heading right for you, there's no way to avoid it or outrun it. You have to, you're going to have to neutralize this walking corpse before it can kill you, infect you. What do you do? Shoot it in the head, stab it in the head with a knife, or ram a sharpened stick through its eye. Is shoot it in the head an option? Shoot it in the head is actually an option. Okay, because I don't know where I, I got you, the magic you gun from. Yeah, you don't, don't know where you got a gun from. But yes, I shoot it in the head. It's going to say you're wrong because it makes, makes uh, noise. Um, yeah, ram it, ram it, a sharpened stick into the eye is the is the correct answer, because you've been sitting in the forest sharpening a stick apparently. Yeah, <clears throat> I mean that's not I don't I don't one hundred percent disagree with that. Like the context of there's only one zombie, but also how close is it to me? Like yeah, do I just I, do I magically have a yeah, stick? This is, I mean this I don't is, know. This is dumb. I'm yeah. sorry that I picked this quiz. Um, <laughs> It says, when it comes to arming yourself, choose wisely. Guns are efficient, but they're, they require reloading and become useless if you run out of ammunition. Plus, the noise of firing a gun could draw more zombies or ill-intentioned people. Your way. But also, maybe I, like, depending on the landscape and what's going on, maybe I want to draw stuff more to this area. Yeah, and then like, get away from that get area. Like, if I get the fuck away from this yeah. area quickly, mm-hmm. like, I'm okay with drawing stuff to it yeah. and then getting the fuck out of Dodge. Yeah. A knife will also do the trick, but will necessi- uh, necessitate... 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 <laughs> you getting uncomfortably close to the flesh-hungry monster because the stick won't. How long is this stick? Plus, you don't want to risk losing it, given that it's the one of the most useful survival tools you have. A long, sturdy, sharpened stick, on the other hand, is an effective, silent, and readily available weapon against the undead, because there's just sharpened, thick, unrotten sticks laying on the forest floor, readily available to you, that are also straight, and will pierce a person. Yeah, I also want to point out that, like, it has to be a sharpened stick, because we're, like, a few hours into the zombie apocalypse, so yeah. this isn't a decayed zombie, this is, like, no, a full-fledged like, person. Yeah, this is a person that is like, just trying to kill you. I gotta, I, if I'm using the stick, I gotta get him right in the eye. It'd be yeah. like stabbing a regular person with a fucking stick. Yeah, that's, <laughs> this is dumb. <clears throat> All right, you used the stick, apparently, because you're still alive. Woo, that was close. You'll be more vigilant <laughs> from now on. Wait, what's that? Do you hear someone calling for help? Yes, you do. It's a woman. 
seems to have gotten her leg stuck trying to squeeze through an opening in a fence. And is like, what forest are you in? Uh, and a zombie is making a beeline for her. What do you do? Where'd all these zombies come from? A, nothing. It's every woman for themselves out here. Uh, or B, kill the zombie and save her. It's the right thing to do. Oh, I'm going to kill the zombie and save her. Cor- if, if oh, it, wow. Is that incorrect? No, you're correct. Oh, okay. Armed with your stick. <laughs> you can easily fight off the attacking corpse and save the woman's life. Boo. Uh, you're instantly rewarded for doing the right thing. Whoa. Whoa. I don't have confirmation <laughs> that my wife is dead pump, yet. Pump the brakes. <laughs> pump the brakes, Lisa. The woman introduces herself as Lisa to thank you for saving her life. She invites you to take shelter at her home for the night. It's just a short walk away. Do you accept? Uh, a, I'm not exactly flush with options right now, so yes. Or B, sleep at a stranger's house? No, thanks. Yeah. Instinctively, I would go with B. Like, it would depend on how the whole thing felt. It says you're wrong. Okay. I mean, it can say that, but... <laughs> we'll we'll go through my, like... My, my actual says. apocalypse outfit here yeah. <laughs> when we're done. <laughs> figuring, figuring that your odds are better indoors than out, even if it means snoozing at a stranger's place, you should accept. Besides, you just saved the woman's life, so hopefully she's simply returning the favor. When you reach Lisa's house, you breathe a sigh of relief. It's well well off the beaten track, and she lives alone except for her golden retriever, Sam. There's no one else to worry about. This is all, like, bullshit. This is bullshit. Yeah, this is all, like, happiest ending bullshit. This lady got stuck in a fence. She didn't have her dog with her, and no one else lives at her house in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, no. like, why the fuck was she no. out? This is bullshit. This felt like a trap. This is, this is lies. Uh, okay. The evening goes well. Lisa cooks delicious dinner. Bullshit! And you head off to bed to get as much sleep as you can. In the morning, she packs a few sandwiches for you. She's not giving you fucking food. Uh, but as you're saying goodbye, Sam bolts out the front door, instinctively seeing an approaching zombie as a threat and rushing towards it. Without thinking, Lisa takes off after him. You realize she's running towards a zombie unarmed. You have your trusty zombie killing stick in your hand. How do you react? Run after her to kill the zombie before it gets her, or run back into the house and hide. Those are... Neither. Leave. So, yeah. (laughs) Bye, dumb bitch! This golden retriever is not gonna go attack the zombie. Like, this golden retriever already knows that the zombie is gonna fuck it up. Because A, they've, they've established it's a golden fucking retriever. Yeah. And then B... Like it's a it's an animal. It has different instincts. So okay, like there's this... only a couple more questions. So. Okay, but um, I mean, I'm gonna go help. I guess because oh I can't let the dog die. Then that's gonna be right because this fucking quiz is stupid. Uh, since it's close to the house, you'll likely have to fight this zombie sooner or later because you're staying there for some reason. Uh, might as well <laughs> try to save Lisa and Sam. Lisa is able to shove Sam away just in time, and you manage to kill the zombie, but not before it attacks Lisa. See, this is why you just leave. But now I have a dog. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and you don't Well, have I to don't ex- know. The dog might not understand why I'm capping Lisa here in a second. So, <laughs> uh, You and Lisa realize with horror she's been bitten on the shoulder. What do you do now? Rush her inside to stop the blood loss and bandage the wound or leave and fast. Who knows how quickly she will turn into a flesh-eating beast. Those are my only two options? Those are your only two options. 
you you take her inside you lock the dog in the fucking basement and you fucking gank her ass before she turns into a monster like you don't if you're gonna do this stuff do it right folks okay you gotta be you you, you can't be a bleeding heart and just be like well maybe it'll be okay i'll just leave and leave a zombie behind me yeah i mean so to get to the next to get to the next step of my phase of my plan, which I don't know that it will let me execute as this quiz has not allowed me to do much, um, I I will go inside and bandage her, uh, paying very close attention to so obviously mean, her, like, how she's feeling and I feel like this and, is, a, you're actually going to be wrong on this one. I think it wants you to leave. Yeah, it wants you to leave. Oh, okay. In an apocalypse, something... Sometimes the right choice is the hardest one. Which leaving now is not the hardest. That's coward. It's cowardly. Yeah. You gotta take her out. Yeah. I gotta <sighs> I gotta comfort her. And the, like take her inside, comfort her, let her know that her dog will be well taken care of because now I got a fucking dog. Yeah. <laughs> and then I will either ask her if she wants some medicine to like go to sleep. Or, like, how she wants to do it, because she's going to know what happens next. Yeah. Or if she doesn't, I just try to get her to I, take some sleeping I, medicine. I hand her her bottle of sleeping pills and then pop her in the face. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> anyway, um, after you lead the dog away. Um, <laughs> yeah, because I don't know how the dog's going to react. <laughs> when I shoot her in the face, the dog's not going to be having a good time. Uh, there's nothing you can do for Lisa, and you can only save yourself before she goes full zombie. She knows it, too. She gives you an understanding nod, says she'll be okay, and tells you that her late husband's dirt bike is in the shed, and you should take it. You do, heading off down the gravel driveway as tears well in your eyes, because you grew emotionally attached to this woman that you've known for 12 hours. The next question. <laughs> so bad. As it turns out, a dirt bike is the ideal means of travel. I mean, that's pretty good if you know how to ride a bike. Yeah. Uh, you're it's also able, a little loud, though. It's kind of loud. Um, you're able to follow the road cautiously, off-roading when you need to avoid a, slump of, a clump of stranded cars. You make solid progress for a couple hours. The bike turns out uh, to be out of gas now, just a few kilometers before yeah. the lake. Which a bicycle doesn't do. Yeah. And, you know, if you're at the house, maybe you should look for a gas can. Um, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> uh, the dirt bike uh, yeah runs out so you abandon it finish your journey on foot as you make your way through the forest bordering the lake something rustles in the brush up ahead you stop bracing yourself for a zombie but instead a fair looking dog emerges and must also be terrified in fleeing the undead you almost sigh with, uh, breathe a sigh of relief but then the dog begins to growl and the hair on its, on its back standing on end because you can see that from a few meters away uh oh what should you do Shoot it in the face! Yes. Turn tail and run away. Oh, uh, scream at the dog and make eye contact to show it I'm the boss. Or stand tall, stay calm, and back away slowly while ma uh, talking to it in soothing tones. I'm pretty sure B. Uh, no. Is <laughs> it back away and soothe? Yeah, it's fucking C. I don't think that I don't think that's how that works. It's like anytime a dog has like approached me in a non-friendly manner, like I've just had to be louder than it. Yeah. Like I mean most animals. Yeah, I mean unless it has like rabies or something, making it understand that it can't fuck with you is the only way to take care of it other than killing it. Yeah. But like I I get in a situation where like it's scared and probably reacting poorly. 
like I. But you don't know that yeah. because it's a fucking dog and it doesn't communicate. It's like I'm scared of you. Ah! Yeah, yeah. Anyway, it says running away from a hostile dog or any wild animal can trigger its chase instinct and indicate that you are prey. Which I guess that was the first one. Um, but you also don't want to provoke the animal into gr- with aggression. That's not how animals work. Um, some animals. Uh, it's best to de-escalate the situation and show the animal that you are neither threat nor prey. Yeah, like, I mean, that works sometimes, but I don't know. You know it works every time? The bullet? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, after a few tense moments, the dog is satisfied that you're not a danger and it backs away and leaves. You continue on your way and reach the lake shore and the little dock where your family keeps a rowboat going forth to the cabin. You hop in and paddle to the island, safe at last from zombies and wild animals. Reaching the cabin, however, you realize the light is on inside. Someone is here. What do you do? Uh, moor the boat at the dock. Go pound on the door and demand to know who's here. Roll around to the shore behind the house. Approach the house quietly and appear in the window to see who's in the house. Or the last one. Oh, okay. Whatever. I didn't know how many there were. <laughs> Better safe than sorry. You sneak up to the house, peek into the window. There's someone there. It's your partner! You run around the house and fling the door open. You and your partner share a tearful embrace. You've both survived. Now that it begins the hard part, staying alive to fight and rebuild. Um, yeah, I'd also skip the part where I walk in and I'm like, immediately disrobe. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't yeah. seen you for like, what, what, probably eight hours at this point? Twelve hours? Uh, at least 24 hours. Oh, yeah, 24 hours, yeah. Immediately disrobe. Yeah. I'll, I, I'll disrobe too, like it's a mutual thing, but yeah, like, yeah, hey, yeah. we're both disrobing right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And she's like, oh, and I'm like, no, not for good reasons. There's <laughs> zombies out there. <laughs> I need to take a shower. <laughs> also, I need a shower. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, you got 11 of 16. You're a skilled survivor. I think, uh, I think this quiz is bullshit. Uh, yeah. it didn't, it didn't have my kukri. Uh, which I have, which I would yeah. have on me, but because it's perfect for beheading zombies. Yeah. Um. I I also have a long I have a long sword. It's not a long sword, but I have a long sword machete and a short short sword machete for mm-hmm. my offhand. In case I need to double machete the shit out of some zombies. Yep. Um. But machete is also like you got to worry about it getting stuck. So you got to have options. Yeah. So I also have an axe yep. that clips to my belt, and yep. all these are silent weapons. All these are options that I have readily available. Yeah. And then I also have a pistol, and I would theoretically have an AR, yeah. because these are all necessary items. Yeah. <laughs> and then I have and, a and short Gerber boot knife. Yeah, they're also like things that don't take away from your bas- backpack space. Yeah. Like the only thing that's going to take away from your backpack space is like extra ammunition. Um, and if you're trying to be quiet, which you should be trying to be quiet and you don't have like a suppressor or anything, which suppressors aren't really quiet anyway, so they're still going to attract attention if you're anywhere near anyone, you're going to try and not run a bunch of ammo. Yeah. Um, so you're probably just going to have like a few full magazines. You're not going to take like a box of ammo, like a fucking um, uh, ammo box. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, which I might try. If this was a thing, because I have backpacks where I can fit it in the bottom. Yeah. Well, you you have you have like you have your bug out bag, which is like which would be like your essential stuff, right? Sure. But then you also have your extra bag that doesn't have the essential stuff in it. So if you need to drop it and go, you can drop it and go. Yeah. But like, also, like if you have multiple people, that's where you get into that stuff, right? Because everybody carries a first aid kit. 
everybody carries ammunition for their own weapons. Everybody carries their own weapons. Um, but then you you can have like you know, you carry extra ammunition for everyone. You carry extra first aid supplies. I carry extra food. You know, so on and so forth. And, yeah. You know, you don't really worry too much about clothes. You're no. like, I I have like, I'm wearing boots. Yeah, I have a pair of jeans on. Oh, I forgot to mention, I also have waterproof boots. Yeah, that's <laughs> For important. if shit ever went down. I have a jacket that will, you know, serve me in the fall and at least, like, keep me alive in the winter. Yeah. You know, because, like, you don't know, I mean, we don't know when this happens, and you don't know how long it's going to be happening, but, you know. I I'd know. probably start off wearing my, uh, my nightly leather. Uh, especially if it started in the winter, because uh, leather... Oh, I also have Kevlar sleeves, which it didn't give me the option to have, and I would have those on as well. Um, yeah. But leather it would be good for bites, so trying to not get fucking bitten. Yeah, so it would, like, fire hose jackets, yeah. which I have two of. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Uh... And, uh, you know, I also have, like, a... I have some other stuff that would help. We don't need to talk about everything. Um, <laughs> but one thing I did want to talk about is I have this really like it's super fucking mall ninja, but it's pretty cool. It's a uh, it's a, like a little bag that has a um, a shovel and an axe in it, and it has up to like a six foot handle for using it as a shovel. But you know you can put the axe head on it, and it's still six feet long. Yeah, that that's would, pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> you basically have a halberd to deal with zombies. <laughs> so yeah. that's, that's pretty neat. I'm into that. Um, and it breaks down into like little like one foot pieces. Little Donatello action going on killing zombies. Yeah, man. Oh, that's what I want. You want a staff? No, I want a turtle zombie crossover. I, oh, well, yeah. I have, I have that in game form. <laughs> <laughs> in fact that's some of the stuff that i was painting that i was talking about earlier yeah uh but yeah so you passed i guess this terrible quiz that i'm sorry i made you take uh so that's gonna do it for eating brains with shane because dave isn't here and that also means that the show is over oh goodbye show yep I have been not your boy, Shane. Not your boy. And with me, as always, producer Russell. Thank you for joining us, and please find us on all your social media. You can find us by searching DraftyQ and or Drafty Quarters Productions. Uh, we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter, we're on Reddit for now, and we're on Facebook, and we also have TikTok. Um, so check those out. Uh, also, you can send us comments, thoughts, concerns, recommendations, uh, stories, uh, whatever you want. Email us at draftyq at gmail.com. And then also please check out our Patreon. Uh, we're asking that you sign up to our Patreon for $1. Uh, that is our general tier admission is the only tier that we have. Um, if you could hit that up and give us $1 a month, that would actually greatly help us out. Our goal is to get... 1,000 subscribers a month um, we're pretty far off from that so every single one of you will count uh, we don't have a whole lot of content going up right now uh, but we will have some old catalog going up and we got a couple things that are only available on Patreon uh, if you want to check out our series uh, Love Eternal we got two episodes up on Patreon of it um, yeah that's, that's the plugs the plugs 
All right, thanks for listening, everybody. Have a wonderful time. Catch you on the flip side. Don't let you eat loaf. <laughs>